Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, howdy, hola, um, ni hao, hello. Um, Gushen Gushenstein, Shikin Shikin George, greetings, tidings, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Natasha over on IG, stunting on everybody. Listen, Thundercat, I'm gonna need you to chill on on the stunting. Don't be showing off, but don't be showing off on IG like that, cause they're gonna be in your in your inbox talking about, hey, ma. Like, I already know they're in your inbox. Be like, hey, ma. <laughs> they, in, they in Natasha uh, IG right now talking about, hey, ma. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Shit. 51 where? Congratulations. Happy birthday. Wait, you're Sagittarius. That's right. Whew. Sagittarius. One time, I was dating a Sagittarius, and uh, never again. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! As y'all coming in, as y'all coming in, I do have a, I do have a story time, and it looks like they done removed the hedge of protection. It looks like they done, they done removed the hedge of protection. We going we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Martinez here. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I have a story time for y'all. Get ready. Here we go. Yeah. Sagittarius. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Sagittarius. Okay. Here's my story time. You ready? Here we go. Okay. Two days ago, I went to the gas station to pump gas on my way to work. And I was, as I was exiting my vehicle, there was this homeless guy, right? On the opposite pump, asking another patron for gas or for money. I go inside and I say, hey, I said, give me 50 on pump four. So as I go back to my vehicle to pump my gas, the homeless guy says, hey, you got any spare change? Clearly there's like tens and a 20 in my wallet and I'm like, no, I don't. And I'm beginning to pump my gas. Then he looks at my license plate. Then he asks, he begins to ask questions about where I bought my vehicle. I'm like, man, I don't know. How are you a homeless person worried about which city I bought my vehicle in? You got bigger fish to fry, bro, you're homeless. So then, I say, no, I don't, I don't know, I don't, whatever, man. 
and then he kind of walks up. I said, and I, I stick my hand. I'm pumping the gas at the same time. I, I put my right hand. Out. I say, hey, 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 man, don't get too close. Don't get too close. Literally, this, this, the waft of urine just hits me. There's this wafty wall of urine smell just hits me, and I took a slight step back with my hand still out, like, hey. Don't get too close. He says, hey, man, I'm trying to work here, man. So then as I see him move to the, the actual pump that I'm using, he has a cookie, a coffee cup, and a dollar bill on top of the very damn same gas pump that I'm using to pump my gas. So then he cops an attitude. He says, oh, you feel like you better than me? You, you, you want me? You, want, you, you, you don't want to be around me? As he's walking away. Well, how about you be beneath me? I'm just pumping my gas. Now he gets about 15 to 20 feet away from me. Talking smack. Guess what he calls me? Take a wild guess at what this Hispanic homeless man called me as he was walking away from me. Guess what he called me? <laughs> because I wouldn't give him no money. <laughs> Can anybody guess what he called me as he walked away while I'm sitting there pumping my gas? Yeah, he called me the N-word. Yeah. Yeah, he called me the N-word, y'all. He called me the N-word. He called me the N-word. Straight up. And I'm sitting here like, I know the universe is testing me just to make sure it was a pop quiz. Every, once, every now and again, the universe will give us pop quizzes to make sure that we're on the right path, that we're actually walking the path, right? Making sure that you're learning these life lessons and implying these life lessons when it's, when it's applicable, okay? It's one thing to say, I'm, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, but when, it, it, when real life hits you, are you using those lessons that you learn? So as he's walking away calling me the N-word, for a brief split second, I thought about rushing him. I thought about rushing him. I thought about it, but I was like, nah. I mean, he's homeless and he smells like urine. He's, he, what? He's homeless and he smells like urine. Say less. Anywho. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the ER. Yeah. Yeah, with with the ER, yes, yes, y'all, with the ER. <laughs> if it's one thing I've learned, you cannot you cannot beat up everybody that calls you the N word. It's just not feasible, y'all. You just can't beat up everybody that calls you the N word. And if you respond to it, they win, you know. But um, I nah, uh, I wouldn't say it wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't make sense to even respond because he obviously he wanted an, an emotion or a response out of me. No, take your pissy smelling self down the street. You're homeless, sir. You're homeless. It doesn't. It can't get any worse than that in life. You are homeless. You smell like urine. Okay, so that's how I. It is best to ignore. It. It was. Trust me. I wanted to rush him. I wanted to give him whatever he was looking for. I wanted him to call me the N-word directly to my face 
as you know my fists you know but it's cool it's cool it's cool uh-oh you, you, you're violent and he's so damn violent anywho all right i got stuff to show i got stuff to talk about uh i ain't i'm not gonna be here long like for real i know i say that a lot i'm really not gonna be here long because ty city i want to catch the rest of ty city stream because ty city over there cooking uh angry man out there listen if you still support angry man after what he said today or the other day have at it all right where do we go let's do this wait 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 where's that what clip is this what clip is this Let's do a little Suge Knight. Suge Knight is probably more popular than ever now that he's behind bars. I mean, how that make that make sense? Suge Knight out here killing it behind bars. Let's go. That I want to clear up is that he slipped in and said he came to visit me in prison. I just heard this. I met with Suge Knight and said, look, man, what you want for Snoop? He gave me a couple of bucks, $2 million, which I never took no shit like that for Snoop. What was the number? It was a couple mil. I got a whole list of anybody ever visiting me. You gotta be approved. That nigga name on the, is not on none of it. Needs to give me anything. And the paperwork is what the paperwork says. And I did a deal with Brian Turner at Party Records and loaned Snoop Services to Party and gave him the right to loan it to No Limit. I had to go to the jailhouse to negotiate, not negotiate, <laughs> but negotiate with Mr. Knight. And so I sit down and I say, look, man, you know, Snoop trying to do his thing. You know what you want for this deal. Now, and to back up Suge's claim, because remember that first album he did for Priority, he had to change his name to Snoop Dogg. Remember, he, he couldn't use Snoop Doggy Dog. He had to change his name to Snoop Dogg during his time on, on No Limit. All right. Okay. 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 I'm not saying anything you guys haven't heard before. I'm just, you know, I'm just rehashing, retelling some old stories. All right. Uh, what clip is this? What clip is this? We'll say that for Diddy. We'll say that for Diddy. Once we get to the Diddy part, then says we'll, we'll get into all that. All right. How about we do this? Now listen, I'm not the biggest David Icke fan. I'm not the biggest David Icke fan, but sometimes when he's right, he's right. When he's right, he's right. Let's go. The electric car is not to save the world from climate change. It's to impose control. It will decide where you can and cannot go. Because where they don't want you to go, it will not take you. Mm. The computer will not drive the car there. That's the idea. And the technology for that is simple. They've got it on golf carts now. You know, where they don't want you to drive in a golf cart, it will stop. You have to reverse it. I know it sounds well, simplified. No, no, no it's it, not simplified. It's, it's, it's actually a wonderful example mm. of what the plan is. Okay. Very, very brief, but very to the point. I, I, I don't disagree with what he said. Um, remember the scene in, I think it was Fast 9, when Cypher took control of all the vehicles. There was a chase scene through the streets and Cypher took control of all the, the vehicles and tried to bring all the, and they started driving the cars off out of the parking garages trying to <laughs> kill Dom. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. All right. There is a movie coming out, y'all. Has anybody heard of this movie called Poor Things? 
There's a movie coming out. It's called Poor Things. Has anybody heard of this movie called Poor Things? I'll just wait for the comments to see. Nobody's heard of this movie coming out called Poor Things. Oh, y'all getting electric buses? Uh Uh-oh. Ain't gonna be no Thundercatting for you. So no, what's what it's about? Oh, oh, let's go take a look. Hold up. Let's go take a look. Oh, Lord. Lord have mercy. Listen, y'all are not ready for this, but come on, come on. This is Bella. Bella, this is Mr. McCandles. Hello, Bella. No, she's an experiment. Good evening. Her brain and her body are not quite synchronized. Pay attention to the premise of this movie. It's very important. Let's go. But she's progressing at an accelerated pace. Tell me, where did she come from? I shall. For it is a happy tale. I am Bella Baxter, and there is a world to enjoy, circumnavigate. It is the goal of all to progress, grow. A woman plotting her course to freedom. How delightful. Trust me. Trust me, when I break it down for y'all, let, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Listen, you're not going to get rid of Hollywood. Did anybody catch up? Did anybody catch what's going on in this movie? A lot of y'all going to miss it. Nope. Wrong. 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 Everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong. But you're wrong because I don't expect you to know the premise of this movie. So, Willem Dafoe's character. Puts the brain of a baby. He puts the brain of a baby into this full, fully grown woman's body. That's why (laughs) she acts the way she acts. When he says she's progressing, she's learning. The brain of a baby and the body of a fully grown woman. Did you not see the brief sex scene? There's a bunch of sex scenes in this movie. There's a bunch of sex scenes in this movie. Lord have mercy. 
Hollywood ain't going anywhere. You understand? You're not going to stop nobody's agenda. Please believe you're not going to stop anybody's agenda. All right? Okay. Okay, I'm... I had to... Man, listen, man. You're not going to stop no damn agenda. <laughs> All right. Let's let's get on with the next uh let's get on. Let's get on with the next topic. Jonathan Majors, day one of his trial. Today uh is day one of Jonathan Majors trial for assault and a whole bunch of mess. Let's go take a look at what happened today in court. Once again, this is day one. Day one of his of his of his trial. I believe he beats this, but I believe if they unseal, there's a bunch of documents that the prosecution wants unsealed. Jonathan's defense attorney want to, wants to keep these documents sealed. I believe Jonathan Majors will beat this case, but I think his reputation will be sullied if they unseal those documents let's go violence trial for actor jonathan majors begins today in manhattan majors facing misdemeanor charges for assault and harassment for an incident that allegedly happened last march in manhattan he allegedly twisted his then girlfriend's arm behind her back hit her in the head pushed her into a vehicle majors maintains that she was the aggressor okay so here's what oh shit. here's what happened in court today blah 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 uh long this is what they, this what hey they hey hey listen they look good i'm not gonna front megan and jonathan look good that's a good looking black couple right there that's a good looking black couple right there. i don't give a damn who we dated before the end this is a good looking couple right here <laughs> right all right Major's attorneys argue the actor's celebrity status means the courtroom should be closed while the parties discuss an event, uh, evidentiary, evidentiary matter. That's the sealed documents. Evidentiary matter. The prosecution wants to unseal these documents. It's being speculated that it's past reports of him displaying bad behavior, right? His attorneys deemed the undisclosed matter so sensitive that anything short of closing the courtroom and keeping it under seal would severely undermine Major's ability to receive a fair trial. So that tells me there's more victims in those sealed documents that he has a habit of putting foot to ass on people, man and women. Okay. Manhattan criminal court judge Michael uh, Gaffey agreed to the request of Major's attorney ordering the courtroom closed to the public during arguments about the evidentiary matter. Okay, Gaffey said less intrusive measures would not adequately protect the defendant's right to a fair trial. Sealing the hearing and the documents related to the matter is the only way to prevent tainting the jury pool. Okay. 
Also, prior to the closed proceedings, this is important as well, the judge also agreed to a request from Chowdhury to prevent prosecutors from referring to Jabari as the victim, arguing it is highly prejudicial for the jury to hear her as victim. This is huge. This is going to be why he beats this damn case, part of it. Because, you know, victim, you're already pre-programmed to feel sorry for the person. Or, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it creates a narrative in your head. Right? Aggressor victim. There is no in-between. There is, you know? This is huge. The judge will allow prosecutors to say Jabari was the victim of a third-degree assault and aggravated harassment as charged. Okay? Jury selection and opening statements are expected to occur on Thursday with majors present for all of it. Holy cow. I'm, I'm invested, man. He's going to beat this, but it's not going to be pretty. He beats this, but it's not going to be pretty. Okay. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. He move this out the way. Let's exit out of that. Okay. Uh oh. Sir Gunplay's in the building. Sir Gunplay's in the building. Okay, so I'm saying Diddy. Nope. Jonathan Majors. Okay. Let's get to the second part. Like I said, I'm not going to be here long. I, I really am not. Let's do. Should I uh, let's do Rod Wave versus Boosie? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do Rod Wave versus Boosie. Now, in this instance, I'm rooting for Boosie. I told y'all hip hop is nothing but a culture of thieves. This is why I, I'm gonna keep saying it. Hip hop is nothing but a culture of theft, of musical theft. There's nothing original about hip hop. Sorry. Let's go. Rod Wave did it the best, no cap. <laughs> well, shit. Rod Wave ain't the only one. Shit. Y'all better do y'all research. Rod Wave ain't the only one. I don't got paper paperwork on the way. A lot of people, bro. It ain't just Rod Wave. Ain't it crazy? Because all of them name it the same song. Nah, ain't it my feeling? Smiling, ain't it my feeling? I ain't mad. I love when they do that shit. I ain't mad. When I hear people then took my shit and sang my shit and put it on records, I be they giving me my flowers, you know. I be liking that shit when I hear it. It's just you got you gotta compensate me too. This is a business, you know. And there it is. But come on, let's continue. Just like you do everybody else. They supposed to reach out and be like, man, we need to get your writer's share, your publishing on this record we finna put out. Okay. That was Bootsy putting Rod Wave on notice. Right? So then Rod Wave had to respond. Come on, where the fuck is the clip? Where the hell is it? Uh, where is it at? Oh, y'all. Damn it. There it is. Okay. This is Rod Wave's response. Now, now, once again, with black folk, only black people, because you would not do a white artist like this. You would never dare 
to 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 take an, a white artist music interpolate it however you want to whatever fancy term you want to you would never do this to a white artist you would never do this to a white artist but come on man this shit got to stop man man you ain't got to sue no nigga like me man i'm gonna pull up fuck you talking about suing me i hope that ain't what he said hey bro i'll pull up on you bro tell me a number tell me a real number though <coughs> Now, this is where you can fault Rod, his management, production, everybody um, failed because, you know, before you turn that album in, you could be like, hey, or even as it's being, you know, song for song getting done. Okay, what sample? Are there any samples we need to clear off this record? Right? Is there anything we need to talk about beforehand before we <laughs> come on? Oh no, that's the wrong clip, wrong clip. My bad. Alright, here we go. Booty returns fire. Those are straight the same song. Everything. I gotta get compensated for that. Record labels and artists, they get they get paid for their year round. They get paid for that year round. You ain't gonna make no song called Thriller, Thriller Night. <laughs> and not pay Michael Jackson. Just people do it to me because I'm a street right now. But I'm a businessman. You know how much cash money records get paid for people sampling their music a year? Know how much no limit get paid? It ain't my fault. Nigga, they had to pay Pastor Pete. That ain't my fault. We did. Let's continue with the with the music lesson. Me, my writer credits. I still own the publishing for my publishing. They didn't give me none of that. So now they saying. You gonna give your public? Uh, it's too late, bro. Like, mm -hmm. Song already out. It's too late. Bro. Nah, it's just one song. I mean, it's probably four or five songs that I could fuck with, but it's just one song, bro. It's cause it nigga take a line or two. I ain't, I ain't really tripping on that. Bro. And you take the whole, the whole everything, bro. I gotta get compensated, bro. And the song name also. You take the song and the song name, that's trademarking friendly. Let's continue with the lesson. Yeah, hey, I know that nigga Rod Wave ain't pull up on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't own the song fully. I own a percentage of it. I still have publishing in it and writer's credits. So I guess when he found out that, he don't, he don't want to give me nothing. We going to court. Nobody contacted me. Nobody gave me my publishing. Nobody gave me my writer's credits. So how you cleared it? When you ain't clear with me, now the CEO, they calling me. 
Boosie, we're going to put you in the publishing. We're going to put you in the writer's credit. Too late. It's too late, man. He could have pulled up on me and got me out the business. I'm get mine regardless, man. I mean, when everybody get their, you know, paperwork or whatever. Now, what they used to do back in the day is when they caught you red-handed, they would stop everything. They would stop the production or the, the uh, they would pull the song from radio. That's what they used to do. They used to say, uh-uh, everything stops with this record. The label would get a cease and desist, and the label would have to call all the stations and be like, pull the record because this, there's a sample not cleared. That's what they used to do. I'm with Boosie on this one. Get this nigga for everything he got off that song. And then now all of a sudden now a bunch of people done did a, a like a Jay-Z type compilation and, and, and they just had this history of all these songs that Rob, Rob Wave has been biting from off of people for the last four or five years. So now he's having his Jay-Z moment. It is what it is, man. Should have, should have had that straightened before you turned the album, man. No excuse for this shit. But once again, this is hip hop shit, y'all. This is what hip hop does. A culture of theft, of musical theft. And I, you will never, ever get me to see it any other way. Never. Ever. Okay. Let's do a little quick pivot. Let's have, let's, t- let's have a little jokey joke before we go with the Diddy thing. Let's have an old jokey joke from Paul Mooney. Rest in peace. It's so stupidly funny, but I believe this shit. Let's go. White folks, there are no ghosts. There are no ghosts. It's all in your mind. Get off the meth and the crack. There are no ghosts. There are no ghosts, white folks, and I can prove it. If there were ghosts, slaves would come back and fuck you up. You do know that. (laughs) Oh, only the white ghosts get to come back. You black ghosts, sit down. You don't get to go. I'm sorry, that was too funny. That was too funny. All right, I had to, I had to, I had to. All right. Let's get to the Diddy part. But more importantly, let's talk Justin Combs. Because it's not about Justin Combs per se. Let me just say this. Why do y'all give Kim Porter a pass? Why do y'all give... Why do y'all always give Kim Porter a pass? Y'all act like Kim Porter was the walking, walking embodiment of purity and chastity and just a, you know, a great person. I never did anything like this. She was just as grimy. She was just as grimy. Right? Don't y'all get mad at the serial killer? And then when, when you get mad at the wife of the serial killer, I didn't know he was a serial killer. Yes, you did. You married him. You knew about him for 20 years. You probably helped him cover the body, right? Y'all get mad at the, ser- the wife of a serial killer or the wife of a chomo, right? I don't understand why y'all, y'all continue to give Kim Porter a pass. She just as grimy as any other female attached to that man, right? Because when it comes to this whole female empowerment shit, that shit stops when it comes to your personal security, financial security, yeah? That sisterhood shit goes out the window. But why am I talking about Justin? 
Now this is an old, old, old rumor, but it will not die. This is an old, old, old rumor, but it will not die. This is Justin Combs. Justin is the oldest son of Puffy by him and Kim Porter. Where do you see Puffy's features in this boy? Where do you see Puffy's features in this? When I don't get me wrong, some kids have favorite one parent over the other. I get all that. I get it. 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 Right. But this ain't Puffy's son. I don't think it is. You know who they say who, who, who this boy daddy is. You know who they say who this boy daddy is. This nigga here. They say that this, this his daddy wolf. They, they say that's their that's their boy daddy. They, that's what they say. They say that's their boy daddy. Hey, now listen. We can play the comparison game. We can run this back. Now, somebody got some explaining. If this is true, if this is true. Okay, Misa's the mama. Okay, whoever Justin's mama is, if it's Misa or Kim, fine, 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 fine. I don't care who the mama is. Puffy ain't, ain't this boy daddy. Can we agree this ain't this ain't Puffy's this ain't Puffy's son? It's Misa's son. My bad. I'm sorry. Okay, I stand corrected. Misa's son. I still don't see why y'all give Kim Porter a pass though. Anywho, all right. Then Misa got some explaining to do. Yes, I I I just corrected myself. Thank you. I corrected myself. Yes, Misa is the, the, the is the boy's mama. I get all that. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you. There's so many kids to keep track of. I'll be forgetting. I'm sorry. Okay, but we're not here for that. We are here for who the daddy is. Uh oh, is, is this an intruder in my house? Okay. This is a very, very old, long standing rumor that this was Wolf's son. Okay, now we got to get the gene deal. Hold on, hold on. What you doing in my house? What you doing? Oh, you, oh, you dressed up today for work again. Two days in a row, huh? So you went to work looking cute today. Nah, nigga, they know you not welcome. What's up? Come here. Come here. Any other time you What's his name? Is, is it what? Is it it's a nigger? What? It's an Arab? Fuck out of here. Don't beat it. Alright. Alright. Anywho. Alright, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. So remember this part, okay? Because Gene Deal is gonna say some shit. Ooh. No, is that part? No, that part. He talks about the whole Biggie thing. Never mind. There's a there's a mention somewhere. 
somebody had the theory that Puffy purposely started the fight between him and BMF and got Wolf lined up. Because it was BMF that took out Wolf down that land in Buckhead. That's when Buckhead started to go on the decline, right? That's when the murders, it was cool to murder people in Buckhead. Right? That's the, the story goes, he started a fight on purpose and got Wolf lined up. I don't know. Okay. All right. So let's do this. Now let's go to other people's opinions about... <laughs> You know, because Puffy likes to be stepdaddy. Puffy is stepdad of the year. He done took over Albie Shore's son. You know, <laughs> Puffy is a stepdaddy of, of the decade. Now let's see what everyone else says about Wolf possibly being Justin's son. Let me find it. Nope, that's not it. Okay, here we go, here we go. Now it's just not me saying this. Let's go to, let's go back 2021. Let's go back 2021. JVC has been training. Okay, let's go. Shout out to Art of Dialogue. Please don't hit me, bro. This is for research purposes. Puff Daddy Bodyguard Wolf, you made a comment a while ago and you said that um, Misa, she was messing around with him. Uh-oh. I didn't say that, did I? I just put up two pictures. Uh oh! I put up a picture of Wolf and one of Puffy's sons. Hey, 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 <laughs> ah, hey, hey! Listen, let's continue. Justin, come on. Look at him. You tell me. You tell me. Look at the two pictures. They on bomb first. Pull them up. You pull them. They on the internet. Put a picture of Wolf up and put a picture. But Gene, did not you ever told me that, Gene? Kurt Cobain interview. What was your issue with the interview? My issue? Okay. Okay, let's continue. Let's see what from my comes in. Let's see what this person says. Things are not looking up for Diddy. And uh -oh. a resurfaced interview his ex-bodyguard. Why, why y'all gotta be uh, man, can we not have a non-zesty? You know what? Fine. Living y'all zestiness, that's cool. That's for everybody. Justin Combs allegedly is not his biological son. Before I get read in the comments, we are not talking about Quincy. We are talking about Justin. Um, in the resurfaced clip, the bodyguard addresses how he thinks that Justin's dad is P. Diddy's deceased bodyguard, Wolf. Um, unfortunately, Wolf died in 2003. He was involved in a tragic Atlanta nightclub shooting. I'm gonna go ahead and just insert the clip of him saying that Justin is not Diddy's son here. How you sound look like your best friend? Now this is Gene Deal saying it. How your son look like your best friend? If son look like your best friend. If he like it, I love it. And I know they got different moms, so I get it. Right. You don't see Diddy in them. At all. Not even his build. It's people who said that he looked like Wolf. But I wasn't there. Okay. And by Wolf, you mean Anthony Wolf Jones? Yeah, Anthony Wolf Jones. Yes. Misha says Diddy, Diddy says his. They happy? I'm ecstatic. <laughs> it's spilling tea. Okay, and I can't say that this is not too far-fetched because if you look at Christian and you look at the twins, um, they look just... Now, uh, yeah, his other kids look like they favor Diddy. The mother and light brights, clearly not. 
like Diddy. They're spitting images. I don't believe that either of them look like Diddy. Um, now they could just take after their mom. Okay, 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 okay. Thank you, uh, Zesty Man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Wait, real quick. Okay, hold up. Now, see, now I got to be that. I got to be that person. I have 179 people watching. And I'm, I'm going to assume the majority of you guys are in the clouds. Fine. I only have 70 likes. Oh my God. Please don't make me don't. Why y'all want me to be this, that content creator? I don't like having to ask for likes. It's lame. This shit's gay to me, y'all. G-A-Y. Gay. G-A-Y. It's gay to me. I shouldn't have to. <sighs> hmm. You know, I'll tell you what. I, I know it was going to get the likes up. I, I got you. I got you. Let's get the likes to at least a hundred and then I'll stop this wicked ass music. I'll stop this wickedness. Get my likes up. I got to do the, I got to do the Kevin Samuels thing now. Lord have mercy. I got to do this now. I got to do under me blood until I get my likes up. This is terrible. I should have to do this. I should not have to do this. I should not have to do this. Yo, I know I don't like Jamaicans like that. I should not have to do this. Why y'all making me do this? Y'all making me have to listen to Jamaicans. Jesus, cover me. Jesus, you cover me. Okay, let me move my life. Okay, I'm at 102. You know what? I want 110. Nah, I want 110. Just because. Give me, give me 110 and I'll stop this nonsense. Fighting against three terrible enemy. The world Satan and myself against me. One day and nineteen poor it and me. I make me trample the double and Say, under the blood. Under the blood. Under the blood. Why are you doing this? This is silly. This is silly to me. No. You want to hear it? Drum and bass. Drum and bass. Drum and bass. I'm at 105. I'm at 105. I'm at 106. Oh no, don't make me do that, Carrie. I try to do all that shit. Well, I'm at 107. Oh my goodness. I'm at a 108. Can I get two more likes? I can stop this nonsense. Y'all got me listening to Jamaican, Jamaican Christian music. Y'all know I got issues with Jamaicans. I'm at 109. Primo Please. All right. Okay. God damn it. 110. Lord have mercy. Hey. Don't make me do that again. Please don't make me do that again. Okay. All right. Now let's. I got to be that guy now. I, uh, this is so sad. All right. Now the daughter. The daughter of Wolf. She says it's not true. Of course you would say this, sis. Of course you would say this. Why would you? I wouldn't expect you to say it's true. 
All right, here right we go. By me, everything you think about is going to crumble. If you do right by me, everything you even think about going to fail. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. We'll just play without the music. We'll just run it back without the music until somebody gets to talking. Oh, this is the new one. Hey, yeah, all see, you see a little bit of Puffy and all these new kids that he had. Okay, see, that's the one he got to do with Kemp. See, yeah, see, mm mm mm, mm mm mm. See, yeah, that that's him. That's that. We already know this one. He looked just like his daddy. She said you didn't say that Justin wasn't Puff's son, but she said that you didn't intervene and make it clear that wait, Puff wait, was his. You understand? She's upset because she she said you didn't say that Justin wasn't Puff's son, but she said that you didn't intervene and make it clear that Puff was his father. I was like, yo, well, I wasn't there when they was fucking, so I don't even know, bro. You understand? It's funny to me that your son could look like your best friend. Have I messed around and, and, and insinuated? Mm, yeah. But I wouldn't put out that because Miss Jones told me not to do that. And I wouldn't do that. Whoa, yeah. let me run that back. This looks crazy. And bruh. <sighs> Damn sure not puffies, but come on. Wouldn't do that. You understand what I'm saying? Wrong, right, or indifferent. Well, it's funny how the little nigga look like wolf. <laughs> Yo, man. Now she said, oh, this is the other day, literally the other day, today, right? No, the other day, last week, last week. Okay, she said, my father been dead for 20 years. He was actually murdered this month, 11-11, exactly two months after my 16th birthday, which is 9-11. All right, y'all, for y'all that, y'all that, that, that like the numerology, here you go. So unless y'all dug him up and got some DNA tests I don't know about, yeah. Uh, oh, that's what you meant. I thought you were saying, I don't know who my father is. I was about to curse you the F out. You don't know if that's my father's kid. So why are you running around saying it like, you know, that's my point. You don't know my family. So have some respect. Okay. Get it? You posted my father saying he's someone else's father. Like, you know, for sure. You don't even know who my father is. I don't give a how much you think they look alike. I look alike. Have some effing respect. I get it, sis. You hurt. I get it. I get it. You mad. And rightfully so. What is in the air? Why everybody beefing today? It's one of those mercury, mercury red, uh, great. Uh, wait, no. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, no, 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 no. She said Mercury Gatorades. Nigga, it's Mercury Retrograde. Lord have mercy. She said Mercury Gatorade. It's Mercury Retrograde. How do you confuse Retrograde with Gatorade? How? How? There's Retrograde and then there's Gatorade. You know what? 
people, my people, my people. She's a muscle head. <laughs> wait, hey, wait, I don't understand. I know. Hey, hey, that's a new flavor. Oh, you think she was trolling? Wait, wait, wait. You think? Okay, wait. She was trolling, I think. I would hope so. But <laughs> damn it, that's. Let's see, anything else? I mean, y'all listen, I'm not a genealogy expert. You would need a DNA test, you know, all that good stuff. But you know, Puffy's kids look like Puffy. Puffy's kids have some of Puffy's features. I'm just, I'm asking questions, but this rumor is old as hell. This is not nothing new. It's just being recycled again because Diddy's back in the news. You know, this is nothing that hasn't been said or questioned before. All right. So same mom, same dad. Okay. This is because sons of the same mom. Okay. Okay. And we have all Kim Porter at the very bottom. Interesting. Interesting. Yo, shout out to Pretty Brown Rise. Good job. Good job on this. Good job on this. Different moms and races, same faces. Diddy's alleged biological sons. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. That that was interesting. All right. Yikes. Yikes. Are we almost out of here? We're almost out of here. Okay. Let's shift to Gene. Back to Gene before we get before we wrap it up with Puffy and the losses he's been taking. So Gene been saying some crazy. I'm not saying it's not real. I mean it's not true, but she ain't even wilding. Where's that? What is it one? Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. So let's kind of SJVC go has back been training in time a little bit and go over these gene deal deets. In the confidence uh, you need to see. Yeah, let's go. Gene deal, happy to have you back on the platform, my man. <laughs> Yo, Art, I was getting so many hits and so many calls talking about, you know Art about to call you, man. You know you, you know Art is about to get this Cassidy thing going on this show. Just be prepared for it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, he'll call me. And we here. <laughs> I can't go nowhere. I'm in St. Louis, man. <laughs> and you brought it all the way to the loo. What's up? Hey, man, I had to bring you back on the platform, man. I mean, you've been saying this for years, man. And some of the stuff you've been saying coming true. So, you know. Well, some of the stuff I've been saying is coming true. But all of the stuff that I say is true. And that's mm. facts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just with this Cassidy thing. Cassie thing, uh, I didn't know her. But I knew somebody liked her. And that was Kim Porter. I didn't know Cassie, but I knew somebody who was going through the same thing she was going through. Uh -oh. And that, that was Kim Porter. Uh -oh. So people ask me, yo, and they send me clips of Cassie. I guess it's an affidavit to the courts, you know, of what she experienced. And it's like, it was the same thing Kim was going through. The same thing, bro. Kim was going through the same thing. The beatings, you know what I'm saying? Like I said before, and now, I could say one time when I know Kim had defended herself, 
And I told people this. And now everybody, after Cassie report comes out, everybody want to show the picture now. You see a picture on the internet going with Puff, right hand is in a bandage. That's the night I was called by Paul to meet him over at St. Luke's Hospital. He had a white t-shirt wrapped around his wrist because Kim had took the court, the, uh, you know, when you open up wine, the corkscrew. She took the corkscrew and caught him. Uh, you know what I think? I, well, I think what you're seeing here is you're, you're seeing a lot of people that Puffy may have terrorized uh, over the decades come together as a collective and rally around each other. This is like trauma bonding. What you're seeing right now, literally, is all of Puffy's alleged victims, and I'm just saying alleged, it's because come together and trauma bond. That's what you're seeing in real time. But come on, let's go. On his wrist defending himself, and he almost, I think he had, I know he told some ligaments, but he almost hit an artery. I came close to the artery or either scratched it or cut it a little bit because he just kept bleeding, kept bleeding. And from that, that point on, he was hooked. That's when I knew, like, I knew when they was talking about people getting addicted and hooked on pain medicines, that's what happened to him. And it was from his right wrist that uh, he's reminded by Kim all the time now. And looking at this lawsuit, right? And like you said, she did accuse him of abuse in this lawsuit, but she also accused him of sex trafficking in this lawsuit. How you feel about that? Well, you know, he get the sex trafficking because he took her to different states and had her perform sex acts with different, you know, male prostitutes and different people somewhat sometimes against her will. You know, so that falls on technically that would fall under the man act that's how they got r kelly under the man act moving from state to state you can't do that but okay we look at this and uh we say well that was his girl and she 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 did it on her own she you know she didn't have to man you can't say that that was a 19 year old girl that what they call now groomed by older men and yes she got some of the benefits of being with a billionaire millionaire and everything like that but it's just certain things that he did to groom her and put her into that position that she wanted the career. She wanted to uh, uh, do the music. She wanted to be a performer and all this stuff like that. He held all that shit over her head, bro. And now that she came out and telling everybody her story and what happened to her, you know, people are finding fault in her. People are saying that she, what, you know, she ain't right for putting a lawsuit against him, but she earned every bit of that, bro. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I didn't, I only seen bits and pieces of it, but she earned every bit of that. Yo, I heard that he beat her so bad he sent her to Hawaii <laughs> so she could stay away from people. That's crazy, man. But that's Kim's story. That's Kim's book. That's Kim's book. Then you hear about the fact that he he broke Kim's nose on a yacht? Why well, I ain't hear about that. He broke Kim. Uh, oh, let's let's say allegedly, but it was told by people in her camp. That Shout out to the old school lipstick alley. Shout out to Incognito. Back in 2000, what was that, 2004? <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it, it ain't nothing new, let's go. He broke Kim's nose on a yacht. So Cassie's story is Cassie's story is Kim's story. Cassie's book is Kim's book. Bro, when y'all look at this thing and saying force, y'all think this, that he he probably threatened to beat her, threatened to do something like that. It, that, that ain't what force is. It could come from the mentality. Yo. He put her in a certain position, in a certain situation, in a certain time in her life. You understand what I'm saying? That she saw no way out other than doing what she told her to do. She had, he had mentally controlled her. He, he, it's like a pimp. Did he have pimp potential? He had her mind messed up where it controlled her. 
she felt no way out. She felt like if she walked out the door, he wasn't gonna do the music no more. If she went somewhere or she ran and didn't want to do that, their relationship not only would have been over, he would have painted a picture that nobody else in the industry would have dealt with her. I seen him do it before. I seen him even tell people on the phone before, like, yo, like he did Wendy Williams. Uh oh. He said it when he was in Cali. When I come back to New York and that B-I-T-C-H is on the radio. This is Wendy Williams, the hottest radio host I remember this. in New York City. When she put out those pictures of the dude pulling his pants down and it looked like some gay act that was going on, he got on the phone. He said, let me tell you this. When I get back to New York City, if she's on the radio station, he's talking to a radio executive. Mm -hmm. I remember this. He said the same thing. That she, he said, nobody that I deal with, nobody that I know is going to do anything with y'all. No business at all. It ain't going to be no artists, no nothing. Gonna come. He's telling people that at a radio station. When we got back to New York City, Wendy Williams was in Philly. <laughs> at a new station. Wow. That's the power he had. That's what that's that's the music industry, bro. That's the music industry. Now you're gonna have guys coming out against Cassie talking about uh she shouldn't have done that. She should hurry up and did that. Man, you can't say that about a victim. That's what kills me about these guys. These guys get these platforms and they want to talk about, you know, guys like me in the background that who saw everything and I didn't see that. Because I would I wouldn't have played that. And people could say what they want to say, yo, Diddy would have did this, Diddy would have did that. Nah, uh, he wouldn't have done that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I told you this before. When he cursed his mother, I said to him, man, if you cuss your mother again, I'm going to beat the shit out you. He said, well, no, Gene, she always, she always in my business. I said, if it wasn't for her, you wouldn't have no business. I'm saying that to say this to the women out there. If a man disrespect his mother, you just like an ice cube. You ain't got a chance in hell. Do you understand? Okay. That man disrespected his mother. What do we care about these chicks out of these women out here like that? Now, I ain't gonna say that he couldn't, couldn't change. Maybe he have. Uh -huh. he's, he's, he's brother, a doctor, or something love now. But back then, way before Kim, beat the shit out of Misa because she thought she was dealing with Eric Sermon, the green-eyed dude. And, and you know what's funny? Shout out to George, my man, George Sims. George Sims told me that, told me that a couple, uh, literally last week, George, George Sims, Grew up around Puffy. So, wait, wait, what did he say? What did he say? What did he think? Because he texted me. George, I ain't putting you on blast. I'm just giving you, I'm giving you your flowers, bro. Wherever you at. What did George tell me? George told me. Where's it at? Let me find his text. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, y'all. There we go. Okay. He told me this. On the 27th? Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, here we go, here we go. He said, uh... 2020, okay. Now, just, just let me show you how on point. This was, this interview, this, this was seven days ago. This was seven days ago. George hit me on the 19th. Okay. George hit me on the 19th. And he said, yo, grew up it grew up with uh he grew up with us in Mount Vernon. Before Puff got on at Uptown, she was seeing Eric Sermon from EPMD. His car was a Mercedes 
She was a young cutie back then, so the drug dealers was on her tough. This was on the 19th when he texted me this shit. <laughs> and now Gene Deal confirmed what George already texted me a week and a half ago. Eric Sermon. Okay, that's why I beat her up. Let's run that part back. Just so y'all can know, I'm official tissue. Shout out to my man, George Sims. Official tissue, Mount Vernon. Let's go. Maybe he has. He's, he's, he's brother, a doctor, or something love now. But back then, way before Kim, beat the shit out of Misa because she thought she was dealing with Eric Sermon, the green-eyed dude. He's known for shit like that, bro. Okay. Now, let's go back. There's more. There's more. Uh, you know what? Let's do this part. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then also, uh, where you at, uh, Rose Gold? Yeah, yeah, I covered Erica Kennedy. Um, shit, that was that last week. Yeah, she wrote the book Bling based on Puffy. The character Lamont is based off the, the off uh, off of Puffy. Pretty much that book got her whacked. Um, she found dead by herself. Case was kind of closed, kind of quickly. No, um. Uh, no cause of death was ever revealed. So yeah, Erica Kennedy, man, she, you know, she was the uh, godmother of one of Kamora's kids, went to the wedding between with, with Kamora and Russell. Uh, Erica Kennedy is, is going to be, you know, she should be a major footnote in the history of all this, but yeah, they, she put that book out, got her out of here. They, they got her ass up out of there. All right, let's go. Also in this lawsuit, man, this lawsuit is crazy, man. She alleges that, you know, Diddy, he made her hire and have sex with male prostitutes while he recorded it and masturbated. Lights, camera, action. <laughs> he, he, he do it all. Yo. What you gonna say about that, bro? You understand? You know, he didn't want it to come back to him in a way. You know, he hiring the people. He gonna put it all on her. Because she knew what he liked. Because she wasn't just hiring it for her. Don't get that effed up, Art. If you think that she was just hiring those male prostitutes for herself. Okay. Shit, let me get out of there. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. But Puffy and, and Erica had a conversation. Like he I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with it was it was based off Puffy, based off his reaction to the book. That's just me. They they spent they, they had three choices three options it was it was either L A Russell or Puffy and based off Puffy's reaction I'm gonna say the book was about Puffy because it, it lines more with Puffy's behavior than L A L A Reed's not a flashy dude L A Reed's a really kind of a low key dude that whole book that character Lamont that's all Puffy that's just my from what I've read of the book that's Puffy to me that's not Russell that's not L A Reed Russell wasn't never flashy. L.A. Reed was never flashy. Puff is a flashy dude. That character is extremely flamboyant. Uh, very, very flashy. That's Puff. That's just my opinion of what I read off the out, out of the book. Nah. Bro. I was in one of those uh, exotic bookstores with him. I saw this dude pick up butt plugs. And that's the first time I ever seen some shit like that. And when I said, yo, my man, what you getting this for? He said, you know, can I do my shopping by myself? And I said, yeah. And when I looked up there, it said butt plugs. <laughs> I bust out laughing and went to the front door. So you heard the rumors. I knew 
I should. Um, the bling book. You you can find it. Um, shit, where did I find it at? What site was that? Hold on, I'll tell you what site you can you can find it at. Give me one moment. Book. That's not it. It was a site where you can rent the book, and you could buy it as well. Oh man, I don't, it was like a um, a, a, an online virtual bookstore where you could, you know, rent the books. It's just like Scribd, like Scribd.com is like one of those sites, and um, type it in whatever, and you sign up, and you can rent the book. Uh, it gives you 24 hours to read the book, then you got to return it. Someone else, so someone else can read it. So it's like a virtual online library. It's like a script. I forget the name of the site, but that's where I got my version of the book from. So it, 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 it should be on Amazon too. You might have some, you might have some, um, some old used copies on it, uh, on, on that site as well. So wait outside of Turkish baths for them. You know what they do in the Turkish baths? No, I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. That's what a lot of gay men meet. And they all take hot baths together. Uh, the name of the book is called Bling. The name of the book, I'll do y'all a solid. Hold up. Here we go. So that's the name of the book. The cover may be different, but that's the name of the book. Matter of fact, let's. Dun, 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 is that where I got it from? I think this is where I got it from. Yeah, this is where I got it from. I got it from archive.org. So now I can't I can't even rent it because it's unavailable right now because someone else is someone else has it. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, let me look one more thing. Let me see. Let me do one more thing. And then also, once again, back in at Lipstick Alley, she was mentioned in 2004. She died in 2012. This is the print. Joy ass out of here. So this is the premise of it. Um, I've read this all before, but uh, da, 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 da. there, there, there's the premise. So wait, wait, wait. This is why I, I'm gonna say it's based off Puffy because Lamont, that's the character. Oh, okay, Eternal Playboy Lamont Jackson is the larger than life head of a hip-hop label triple large entertainment and mimi jean a sexy na naive 20 year old with golden pipes is his newest protege now who the woman is based off of pick pick one right uh let's see let's see let's see let's see uh mimi's whirlwind life among new york's glitterati glitterati is paved with lamont's money and guided with either love or malice by his many hangers on including wild child lena level-headed assistant imani which is capricorn Level-headed assistant is, is Imani. That's Capricorn. That used to be his right-hand woman. Okay. And height challenge A&R rep Daryl. You could insert Harv Pierre as that. Uh, let's see. Okay. And this is when pretty much everybody 
It's back 2004, y'all. 2004. So outside of Lipstick Alley, I, I don't see too many people mention Erica Kennedy in, in, in the midst of all this puffiness because she's right smack dab in the shit. Okay, let's get back to this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> To each his own, though, bro. But that's a lot of sh that these guys get into when they start having certain meetings with certain people, and they meet them at the Turkish bath, and they do their meetings, and they meet their people in those type of situations where they're comfortable at, so they don't have to worry about uh, their indiscretions coming out. You mean? You understand what I'm saying? So that's why you know twice sometimes three times a week me and the driver be outside he'll run into the Turkish bath got that big ass tub at home but you want to go <laughs> no go ahead <laughs> okay okay all right let's see what else let's go let's go create a per ah. let's keep it going let's keep it going Shout out to Art of Dialogue. Don't hit me, bro. This is for research and and commentary and educational purposes. Yes, to raise awareness. Let's go. Yeah, this lawsuit is wild, man. You know, she also claims that, you know, Diddy, he was trying to control her personal life. And, you know, she was scared of losing her record deal and she refused his demands. I can believe that. That's that. Yo, bro. I never seen him treat Ms. Lopez like that. You understand? Even when he was going behind her back and still dealing with Kim. He didn't want Kim to deal with nobody, bro. But, but, but. Now, it was alleged in Lipstick Alley way back when that even that Puffy was putting hands on J-Lo as well. And the last straw for J-Lo was the Shine Club, the Gun Club incident. And it was, she was worried about her reputation in Hollywood. But let's continue. Like I said, I can't speak on Cassie on her statements like that, but I can reflect on the way he treated Kim. We would leave Jennifer's house. He would call a babysitter. If Kim was out on the town, we was going to every spot in New York City that the babysitter thought she was at. Do you hear me? Even when he wasn't dealing with her, he wanted complete control over her life, over what she did and how she did it. So that's not hard to that's not hard to to uh that's not hard to believe. And plus she was way younger than Kim. Wow, man. And me looking at this lawsuit, she said that, you know, Diddy, he forced her to do drugs. I mean, she recalled a time where, you know, Diddy gave her a blue pill and later on she found out that it was ecstasy. That's one of Diddy's M.O. I know a former record executive during the time that they gave Donna Ross that. That anniversary in California. One of his former record executives met with him. And I guess he was trying to pray with him or whatever. But he tried to give him a pill. That's his M.O. He just showed you his hand. That's his M.O., bro. All I can say is, is that he financed and supported. The same thing he did with Cassidy. Cassie is the same thing he did with Kim. Made sure that the drugs was there. And speaking of financing, right, she also said in this lawsuit that, you know, after Diddy would abuse her, he would buy her gifts. I remember times going to, you know, he would never let us see him do the things to Kim. 
You know what I'm saying? Because unless we was in a hotel, because see, when he was in a hotel, when I was when we went away, Puff always had the presidential suite. I had the suite right next to him. Like in the Swiss hotel, the um Rich Carlton, where we stayed at, stuff like that. Always stayed next to him because I, I was the one who had to open the door, let people in, let people out. When we go to Detroit, wherever we went, I always had the room next to him. So my door had always had to stay open to the suite. Okay. So you wouldn't see him physically abuse them, but they may come out the room and you could tell something had happened. It's certain people that he wouldn't do his bullshit around. Uh -huh. Heavy D, Wolf, and myself. But you could tell the after effect. So it's plenty of times that Gene, Kim ordered something at Gucci or whatever like that, and I had to go pick it up. Not saying that it was because he abused her all the time, but that's a form of what all rich billionaires, millionaires, rich bitches do when they do something to these girls. Buy them off, pay them off. I got you, mom. Look, some guys think these girls get their ass whooped by regular dudes in the street. <laughs> Why not get your ass whooped by a millionaire? Hey, I'm just saying. You'll get something out of it. Yeah, they. Which is crazy. It, it may not make sense, but it makes sense to somebody. Okay, okay. Uh, Orlando, thank you for the 10 on the cash app. Yes, meaning me will greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, let's see. All right, a couple more, and we're gonna and then we're gonna get to the uh the other parts. I don't care about all that. Oh, you know what? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, two more. At Stanton Optical, this, this shit's crazy. Yeah, I think Gene. You know what? It's too early to tell with Gene, y'all. <laughs> You know, they don't mind waiting till you like 50, 60, 70, 80 years old to knock you off. I'm just saying. They ain't got to get you right Was he doing this back then, these freak-off sessions when you were security? Because I'm looking at this lawsuit, and that's what they would call it, freak-off sessions, when, you know, Cassidy, she would have sex with the male prostitute while he will masturbate. Bruh, I can't say, because I can't say that. When I used to see him swing, it was always with him, another dude, and two girls. You know what I'm saying? When he was swinging with other people you know what I'm saying he always had other girls in the room or another guy in the room even with his girl Kim and he was swinging with her so that freak off things but him videotaping and everything like that no I can't say that I was privy privy to that but you knew what was going on you know uh, just when just in the instance when people got it confused when I said uh, when he was in the room with Sarah and her girlfriend and he had Ja Rule and him in the room uh oh Yo, I uh, okay, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all place a hedge of protection around Gene Deal, y'all, please, cause this this ain't gonna end well. I don't just, it's still early. This ain't gonna end well. I don't know. I didn't know they was doing anything freaky until Jock came out and said, "Yo, y'all didn't want to be in there, cause there's a lot of freaky things going on." So, I guess that was one of those freak off sections. <laughs> but other than that, I couldn't say anything. And you knew and Diddy. And at one point, you and him was real cool. Do you believe everything she's saying about these freak sessions? Listen, that girl went through some tumultual shit that she never thought that she would ever have to go through being in the music business. Do you understand that? I've, I've been next to people who are top.
in the game, in the music business. And they had said to me, yo, I had to suck a lot of to get to this position. Which reminds me, remember that soundbite of Ryan Seacrest. Remember that audio soundbite of Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest, y'all, the blind guy from uh, what, what TV show does he host? Uh, American Idol, right? And remember, someone pissed him off and he didn't some 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 he's like you, you know i mean dicks i had to suck to get here that was ryan seacrest back in the day. he there's an audio clip of him saying that because he somebody pissed him off like how dare you you know not recognize i'm ryan seacrest but shh, let's go you understand they have said that so i can imagine what that little girl went through with old boy she ain't lying that thing because if she would have lied he would have fought her tooth and nail. He would have fought her tooth and nail, bro. Don't get it messed up, bro. He would have fought her tooth and nail. That little girl ain't lied nothing to that. She ain't lied about none of that. Do you know what she's going through? She know what she's going to go through for the rest of her life? Her mm -hmm. kids going to go back and see this on the internet? Mm -hmm. Right, right. And she also said in this lawsuit, man, that, you know, Diddy, he, you know, he came off as a mentor, but later down the line, he became too controlling. My position on him, he was never a father figure, bro. You understand? He was a groomer. He was a, he was, a, he was, he was an addict. He was somebody that was a, what you, what you call those? I, I've lost all of my terminologies <laughs> when I was working as a, a, a BCW, a, a child abuse worker, but he was an individual that preyed on this young girl, using her dreams, her talents, holding it hostage for his own benefit. He groomed her. He wasn't no father. There was no father figure to her, bro. Okay, okay. SJVs. Wow, riveting stuff. Once again, shout out to uh, uh, Art of Dialogue. Okay, well, let me see what the dad, Danny DeCain. Ethan, okay, he's going to next door. I don't care about that part. Where is, here we go, here we go. Danny DeCain. I... Okay. Looking at this lawsuit, you know, Cassie, she alleges that, you know, Diddy, he'll get violent with her and he'll get violent with any man that try to start a relationship with her. Bruh. He know who to do that shit to. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. It's certain dudes that he'll do that to because he could he could get away with it quick enough or he got somebody behind him or he got some people there that he no matter going to take his way for. It's only so far he's going to go himself. It's only so far he's going to go himself. So now, you know, he's going to Come at you hard. Try to play it off. Because he know if he do anything and it comes back to him, it's a lawsuit. He slapped somebody, hit somebody. That's a payday for them. But he'll make up that whole atmosphere and then he'll look at one of the bouncers or look at somebody a certain way and they'll take over his mess. Mm. So, I could see him coming at somebody hard like that. But by itself, he ain't gonna bust a grape in a wine factory. But he don't have to. Right, right. But I wanna ask you, right? And I know you ain't signing. I know you ain't signing NDA, clearly. But did, did he make his audience sign NDAs and people that work for him? Well, a lot of these rappers, a lot of these industry people, anybody who does business nowadays with the internet, they have indies, non-disclosure. That means that if you work for them, you around them, you can't disclose any of the information about them. It's the same thing that he gave to all his artists when he gave them their publishing back. I'm going to give y'all y'all publishing, but y'all can't talk about Janice Cone, Justin Cone, 
Uh, right, 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 right. And we knew it wasn't it wasn't a, a a will of good gesture or a good gesture will. We knew we knew it was something behind it. Sony, bad boy, or anything that happened, y'all can't talk about none of that. But there's some artists that didn't say anything, that didn't sign it, and they able to talk about anything they want to. And I think that's those girls that was, I think Danny came. I, I think a couple of them didn't sign it. And boy, oh boy, they probably gonna go after him too. Cause I heard him and I'm giving you this, Aubrey. He sit up there and he said, okay. in front of a lot of people, uh -huh. we were in the studio. Give it to us. And I said something to him and walked out the studio. He said, yo, I'm a drug day off and picked them out and, and picked them out to my, <laughs> picked them out to my nick. Wow. He said, I'm a drug them out. I'm gonna get them all on drugs and I'm gonna pimp their ass out to my. And I was like, there's somebody kids and walked out. And there's somebody that heard me. There's somebody that heard me. I mean, well, it's not only somebody that heard me, it's somebody that I know who was in the studio at the time that happened and I still talk to him today. And we were just talking about that the other day. He didn't move back to Indiana. I don't know why. I'm gonna give you that one. Wow. He said he was gonna drug them all out and pimp them out. Wow. All right. That's it. Okay. That's enough. I think, I think we've heard enough. Oh, yeah. Same thing going wrong with it. Okay. One more. One more. And we're going to wrap this thing up. I promise. You know what I'm being CJ. Yeah. I don't care about that. Okay. 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 Last one. Don't keep yourself in the dark. Shout out to the art of dialogue. Don't hit me, bro. This is all educational. Uh, 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 yeah. Educational and informative and all that good stuff. Yeah. 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 Gene Deal, happy to have you back on the platform, my guy. Man, did I ever go anywhere? <laughs> I'm here, uh, let's go. <laughs> hey, man, I had to bring you back on the platform, man. Two more victims came forward, so, hey, man, I had to bring you back on, man, to get your opinion. So, I want to get right into it. One of the victims, she alleges that, you know, Diddy and Aaron Hall back in 1991 took turns raping her. What you think about that? Sheesh. Well, I think because the New York state law has made rape uh, just like murder, there's no statute of limitation. A lot of people are going to be coming out of woodwork charging these guys who did things like she said that they did way back when. Now, uh, Cassie has already proved that Puff is capable of doing what this girl said. Now, did he do her? Don't know that. Aaron Hall? Don't know him either, brother, but I know of him. He was a good friend of my family, Kay Slay, but uh, I learned from him uh, some stuff about him from Kay, but I learned something from him directly by Gloria Velez herself. You know, she told me that uh, he was dealing with her when she was 16 years old. I think she made a statement to everybody else, but it was this particular time that I was bodyguarding this individual, uh, Scott Storch, and we was at Thanksgiving dinner. And um, he had Gloria Velez that he had gave her a Cartier watch as a gift. So I'm bodyguarding him. And first we was at Kanye West party. This is no bullshit, bro. We was at Kanye West party in North Hollywood. And one of my dudes who, you know, he's a crip. He came over to me, he said, yo, Gene, um, <laughs> my dudes is, Gonna come do something to your man. He's shining like that. I said, well, you know what that means, dog. He said, but Gene, I'm gonna get you 10 minutes to get him out of here. I said, bro, give me five. And he Wow. Wow. Okay, let's go, let's go. Get out of here. So uh Gloria Velez was with us. So then she gonna say, You gonna let your bodyguard tell you what to do? I'm like, yo, Scott, I'm gone. I'm at the door. So Scott came with me. We went uh to the charter house in Malibu from there. So we get to the charter house. Um it was me, Scott, friend of mine's named Cree, uh, one of Scott rappers that he was finna put on and everything like that, because he had a uh, thing called Tough Jew Production. 
and it was Gloria Velez. So we start talking about relationship and how dudes, older dudes always want younger girls and stuff like that. And she brought up Aaron Hall. Mm. So I know Aaron and Kay was cool. So she said, uh, yeah, Aaron, he was, for light of a better words, having sex with me and I was just 16 years old. Mm. So me questioning her, I said, so where did he meet you at? And she said, we met at a club. And I said, when you supposed to be 21 years old in the club? And she said, yeah. I said, so when did he find out that you were 16 years old? Mm. She said, we was on the line at the airport in customs and he found that, that I was 16 years old. They wouldn't let me go to Jamaica with him and I needed a consent, uh, my parental consent in order to go to Jamaica. So I said, God damn, that is international trafficking. He tried, <laughs> that's international trafficking, Aaron Hall. Jeezy, Pete. So he think that you older than that. He just found out when y'all went to Jamaica. She said, yeah. I said, so how could you fault him? You in the club and it's 21 years. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, the club say 21, you 16 years old now. He bagged you. He put you on a flight for to take you to Jamaica. And he found out you 16 years old when he gets to customs. He's still at fault. He should have let a little young ass go. But now he's, he's, he's news now. So, and she put that out, but she ain't tell the whole story. But she told us the story at the table when we was at the Charter House in Malibu. For me, and it's a lot of people out there, because I've seen people talking about it on social media. You got a lot of people, man, that look up to Diddy. And um, it's a lot of people out there that's in disbelief, but you being around Diddy, you knowing him, you think he's capable of raping a female, man? Bruh, he just, <laughs> yo, uh, he's capable of doing what Cassie said he did. Cassie said she, he raped her. You understand? Against her will. She won a lawsuit that he raped her against her will. Oh, this is so coming down. It's 24 You understand hours. what I'm saying? So he's hours, capable of doing a whole lot of stuff. Yo, bro, this ain't nothing new. All this stuff been going on in the industry for a long time. You know, wasn't you, uh, didn't it mess with your head up when Aaron Hall said, and he said this years ago, you can ask Jodeci, you can ask Puffy how big my private is. Me and my dudes looked at each other like, what? Them niggas is watching each other. Huh? Is that, is you serious? Look at the atmosphere that they in. Look what they do. So is he capable? I believe Cassie, who you believe? I know the girl know if she was raped or not. So when you hear Aaron Hall make comments and say that, you know, Diddy seen how big his penis is, and you're not surprised by them comments? No, it don't surprise me at all, bro. That, that don't surprise me at all. You know why it don't surprise me? It's because that's how them dudes get down. Yeah. Well, yeah. They into that each other touchy feelies, and, you know, they think it's something. You know, it, it can't surprise me. I done seen them in, 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 in action as whereas that they going all in the room together. You understand? They all going in the room together. They go in that room. They having their fun. They doing what they do. So, no, nah, it don't surprise me. It surprised me he said that you could ask them what I'm working with. Uh, okay, shout out to Gene. God bless Gene Deal. Brother is, is putting in, he's doing the Lord's work. Okay, now. Let's get to other parts of this. There's other parts. This is all about Diddy pretty much. He's going to wrap this bad boy up. Everybody remembers this clip? Is this, the, yeah. Everybody remembers this clip. Where were you when this clip, when this first aired? Brownstone, I believe on 35th Street and like Park Avenue between, um, Park, it's some Brownstones down there. I believe 30, 35th or 36th. And Mace was staying there. And um, I went to go meet him down there one day so we could bust a move. This is when he just signed with Bad Boy. He didn't even have an album out yet. He was just getting signed. And I went to use a bathroom and it was a dildo um on the bathroom sink 
And Jeez. when I came out, I asked him what's about. He like, that's homeboy's joint. You know, I don't know what it's about. He always have girls over here, but I don't know. I said, well, this one your sink. This is your bathroom. You're using this bathroom. <laughs> I don't know where his bathroom at. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's word to my son, because stop breathing. I but swear to God. But you know what, guys? Use dildos on girls sometimes. That's true. We seen some. But he said, was, I'm not saying he didn't. Right. I'm just telling you what I said. It was awkward. I'm not saying that right. he then it was for either. Uh, hey, I, hey, I. Okay, there's. I think what Cam was saying. I think what Cam was alluding to, it wasn't a regular. There's dildos and there's dildos, right? You know, you got the, the ones that look like. Uh, the toilet toilet paper holder thing, right? Those the, the long bullets. Then you got those that are shaped after a guy. I'm I'm gonna assume what Puff saw was the one shaped after a guy because no one's gonna bat an eye at, at a, like the, the the bullet the bullet ones, right? Because that you you like oh yeah 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 I, I don't know I don't know I don't know okay okay let's continue with the yeah, with the. Oh, right. Uh, the the ex bodyguard talking real spicy. Now, mind you, this Negro's son right here is doing 27 years in a Namibian 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 prison for murder. I remember I did this story a couple years ago, and he was fighting to raise awareness. I don't feel bad for this dude. Now, this dude basically is trying to low key extort extort Puffy in so many words. But come on. There comes a time when you're in a situation that may seem like a good situation, but if you're not waking up happy, or if you disgruntled, or you really don't want to be around that person, you find every excuse to get out of there. And I got diabetes. So my excuse was, I can't be with you every day. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm losing weight. I'm doing that. But in reality, it was, I was sick. I was sick of you. I was sick of everything that was going on around you. I was sick of having to cover up everything that you did. That's I was sick. Cassie spoke on it. She said, yeah, I jumped on it. I jumped in between it. That wasn't the only time. It was other times. And it was other people. This guy here, me, you know what? I don't fuck this dude. This dude's a crab. This dude's a whole crab. Roger Bonds, real Roger. He's a whole fuck effing crab, y'all. All right. Oh shit. Yeah, that dude's a whole effing crab. He's mad basically because Puffy didn't give him money to help his his wayward son fight his case, his murder beef in Namib Namibia. That's what he's mad at Puffy for. But come on, this just breaks it down pretty much what happened with with Puff and why they, why he had to settle. Let's go. Her attorneys were really brilliant. They didn't sue just Diddy. They sued his corporations. They sure did. And they sued his corporations and sued as her, in her capacity as an employee y'all pay attention this sister breaks it down so eloquently and she got she got green eyes and she got green eyes let's go employee when you do that it triggers commercial liability insurance yeah. and it triggers another policy called directors and officers okay and we know he's a director Correct. of these companies as the ceo so now you got two policies what happens then is it takes away Puffy's ability to settle. It's not his choice no more. So it's no longer personal accountability. It's yep. his organization. It's his organization. And it's no different than like if you hit somebody with your car. Mm -hmm. 
it, let's say you have State Farm. Mm. State Farm gets to decide to settle, not you. You could say, I didn't run the stop sign. That's not true. They're lying. If mm -hmm. State Farm says, we don't care. We did our investigation. We're settling. That's it. That's what happened here. So because they, add, they added those claims, the corporate insurance carrier got to say, read over and say, oh, hell no. We're giving her the money. We're hearing you. Um, Diddy's public reputation is done. It's done. Yeah. And if he wants to be able to leave anything to his children, he needs to walk away from all of these corporations. Damn, he got he can no longer be the, the head of his corporations. Well, remember, didn't I say directors and officers liability? Yeah. More than likely, what will happen is those insurance companies, they have the ability to say, we won't renew your policy if he continues to be a director or officer. All right. I like that sister. She got too much makeup, but she got green eyes and she light skin. You know what, how I get down. Y'all know my, 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 my poison. Y'all know my poison. <laughs> Wait. Now, let's get to, uh, do I care about this? I don't care about it. I'll save that for later. I'll save all this for later. What is this? Say this one. Did I see someone just give me a thumbs down? Really? Wow. All right. Before I wrap this up, before I get to the final part of Puffy, um, I forgot one brother that's being accused of, of some stuff. Marcellus Wiley. Marcellus Wiley is being, being accused of, and once again, I'm going to keep saying it, and I know it sounds far-fetched, but if you are, you are a man that has anything going for himself, be prepared at some point in your life for a woman to possibly accuse you of some nonsense. I, I, I just, that's just where we're at with it right now. All right. Marcellus Wiley is talking. He's talking too much. This man should be talking to his attorneys, not coming on social media, trying to explain his point of view. Bruh, that's not how you fight no shit like this, but... Uh, he he talking too much. He over explaining. You want niggas get to over explaining. It's a problem. Let's go. So with a co-ed dorm, uh, I think some of the security measures that they had was you got to check in with your ID. So she lived in one of the dorms. You had to check in with your ID. I remember going to get some food and coming over. I think it was Ollie's right there on the corner. Uh, people remember that. It's gone now. And I left uh, my ID at the front desk. She had to come down to sign me in. That was the rule. Your guest comes, you go downstairs and sign them in and check them out. That's the rule. So I leave my ID, my Columbia ID, she brings me upstairs. Um, not to get into those details, because frankly, there are really not that many details in that respect, but I will cover this. Um, we did not engage in intercourse. Um, at the time, I knew she had a boyfriend, and at the time there, she told me she was a virgin. My mind immediately go. goes to this place. If you're a virgin, I am not going to be your first, because I am not looking. Okay, you're talking too much. This is cringe. This is so cringe. All right. So, I I saw <laughs> in the report that the <laughs> dean got involved. And I didn't have a formal hearing about this ever. But I do remember reading and knowing that the dean and she's talking about Dean McDermott said that her report didn't sound like assault. Let's just say that. BS. Now she's dead now, rest in peace, Dean McDermott. So obviously we just gotta go by what this is saying in this report. Now, I see why Columbia is getting involved with this in terms of her putting their name down to Dean McDermott. Obviously you can see the end game in that financially. But also, but is isn't it interesting that a woman, Dean, told another woman that what she was saying to her didn't sound like anything. 
they will have to take that up with Columbia, and certainly they can't now. Man, bruh. Ah. This, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, that's not, that's not, that's not how you do that. Everyone knows what to do, what not to do in situations like these. I, I don't understand it. Okay. Now let's get to, we're going to wrap this thing up real quick. Okay. So he lost the charter school. We knew that was, once again, no one's surprised at this point, right? Anybody surprised? All right, so his partnership with Charter Preparatory Schools has ended amid sexual assault accusations. This is what Capital uh, Preparatory uh, has to say. Um, it says, following a comprehensive evaluation, a decision has been made to end the partnership between Capital Preparatory Schools and Sean Combs. While this decision was not made lightly, we firmly believe it is in the best interest of our organization's health and future. Diddy was involved with the launch of, this, of the charter school's Harlem location 2016 and in 2021, he made a million dollar donation that went towards the school's Bronx location. Okay. Now, of course, it's not going to give them back the money, right? Uh, let's see. Dr. Steven, Dr. Steve Perry, the founder and the head of the schools for Capital Preparatory, released a statement. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Now it continues. Let's see here. And Revolt. He had to step down from Revolt TV. Sean Diddy Combs has stepped aside as chairman of Revolt TV, a network he co-founded amid three sex assault lawsuits against him. R&B artist Cassie accused Combs of rape and abuse, settling the lawsuit shortly after it was filed, followed by two other accusers. The rap mogul's team has denied the claims, calling them fabricated claims and a money grab. While Mr. Combs has previously had no operational or day-to-day -day role in the business, this decision helps to ensure that Revolt remains steadfastly focused on our mission, Revolt's statement read. Diddy founded Revolt TV in 2013 and is yet to comment on his dismissal. It also remains unclear if he will return as chairman. Okay. Uh, yeah, the hits just keep coming. Now, I don't think he's going to pull a Russell and leave the country because he's not on trial for anything. You know, I don't think he's going to do the, the Russell thing because I just don't. I don't. Uh, thank you, Leah, for the five on the cash up. She says, uh, what'd you say? <laughs> what'd you say? <laughs> uh, sis says, uh, for take that, take that. All right, good laugh. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so always so appreciative. Thank you, guys. Why? Why would he need to leave? What's the difference? He's not being charged with anything, anything criminally. So why would he leave at this point? You know, they're going to mess with your money regardless, you know? Uh, ooh, I, I think Puffy's passed. I, I don't know. Maybe his mama would have to go and... Okay, if you're going to ask me, I think his mom would be a good start. 
he would have to give up at, at the very least his mother and one of his kids. At the very least, the mother and one of his kids. Or, or give up the mama and pawn the twins off to the industry because we all know he, they love twins. They love the twin flame, twin energies. They love the twin, the twin aspect of children. They love twins. Mary Kate. They tried to, they, they pulled the, they, they did the twin thing with Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman, even though they're no relation, but they were always marked as like twins. Um, twins are extremely popular, extremely popular in Hollywood. So if I'm Puffy's right hand, I'm like, let mama go and let the twins and pawn the twins off. And that might, that might stop this bleeding. That might stop this bleeding. He's already started the twins off. Well, if that's the case, then he, he's doing right. Then all you got to do is get rid of the mama. Don't get mad at me for saying, don't get mad at me for saying what, I'm just telling y'all. I'm just telling you what it is. If I'm, I'm, if I'm your hand, I'm advising you, this is what you have to do. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Okay. You think, I don't, I don't see criminal charges. I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't. I don't think they want him in jail. I just think they want to, uh, you know, a death by a thousand cuts. This is what this is. Death by a thousand cuts. This is exactly what this is. So. Oh, with the DUI? I could see that. I could see that. I could see that. I could see that. And Christian, I mean, I don't know. Christian's already doing this thing. He's already in the business. So at this, at this point, it's, it's up to him. But I, I think if going by how I know, I know how, what they would want the most, they would want his mother and he's got to give up the twin girls. They want what's nearest and dearest to you, especially in times like this. A cousin's not going to cut it. An uncle's not going to cut it. They don't want your baby mama per se. They want, they know what you, you, you cherish the most, the most. Yeah. Give it up. So, um, all right. Is there anything else? Hey, wait, 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 wait. Okay. You got to believe that he's a billionaire. First of all, Puffy's not a billionaire. Stop that shit. Please stop that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mama had a good run. <laughs> Mama had a good run. <laughs> wait, Rose go. What, what did, uh, what did offset do this time? I, I keep hearing rumblings about offset. Like you're the, th you're the third person that said that. And I'm like, okay, what, what did he do? So I'm a little late to the party. Um, the twins and Janice won't be enough. Yeah, they would. Of course they would. It'd be, yeah, that, he'd be even. He'd be, he'd be even. Tr trust me. <laughs> give up the mama, give up the twins. He'd be even. They'd be like, okay. Just like the, you know, the, the Yakuza cut off the pinky finger at, at the, at the second digit, not the first, you know, for every infraction is at a digit. So what he did basically warrants a second or third digit removal. You know, if we're going to, if we're going to, we're playing by Yakuza rules. Yeah. He would have to at least second or third digit offering. So the twins and his mama, I think he'd be okay. So. 
If 50 has no money, like, see, I better stop this shit. You know what? <sighs> Let's give it another 20 years and they'll be after 50 next. I like 50. 50 is my favorite entertainer personality wise because we're both cancers. But once 50 gets out of line or they, he's no longer useful, they'll do him the same way. He's no, he's not, he's no different. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Let me do that real quick. Erica Mena. Let's go. Yeah. I, that's what I meant to, 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 uh, to go over real quick. Yeah. 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 This is weird. Mary, Erica Mena. Whose baby daddy died or something like this. Wait, let me, let me cover real quick. Let me get up out of here. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga here. Yo. So yo, fat Joe and, and okay. 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 Raul Condi dead at 52. Erica Mena says their son has a broken heart as she leads tribute to Terror Squad rapper. Okay. Fat Joe led tribute to Terror Squad rapper Raul Condi. I never heard of this dude, but okay, let's continue. Died at 52 after suffering a heart attack. Erica Mena sh shares a son with Condi. They left heartbroken. He was not a rap star. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Let's stop that nonsense. Okay, this was Condi on the right. So basically, you're Fat Joe's body double. Okay. My son officially has a broken heart. Life is so short. Please love your people. Started dating a reality star in 2000, sparking an almost decade-long relationship between the two. 2007, they had a son, King Javian Condi, when Mina was 19 at the time. Hmm. So wait. Wait, here we go again. I keep trying to tell y'all these old, these old, these old men and these young women, you're not, it's biological. It's biological. I wonder how old. Okay, he's 52. Let's do the numbers. I got time. He, he died at 52. 52 son is, okay, she was 19 at the time. He was 33. She was 19, which means the courting process, he was 32, she was 18. Okay. 2010 things took a dark turn after Mina was caught on video attacking Condi. Mina would later claim that Condi had been physically abusive to her during the relationship at a 2013 rally to raise awareness for domestic abuse. Following a year, the two would resolve the differences with Mina posing with a sweet family photo at a Miami Heat game with the caption, the war is over. What? Nah, 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 Wait, wait, wait. Let's get something straight. I'd be goddamn if you accuse me of whooping your ass and we're at a Heat game the, the next year talking about, ah, uh, no, 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 we're good. We're good. Uh, the rapper's based in Miami at the time of his death and was an ordained minister. He's best known for his time in the terrorist squad. I've never heard of this dude including his hand in directing the major hit lean back. I've never heard of Raul Condi. Sorry, y'all. Played a major part in the tequila brand that was pushed by keeping it, keeping up with the Kardashian star. Oh, Scott Disick. Oh, oh, oh. Condi joined the group in 98. Uh, let's see, in uh, 98, all the way, uh, credited Condi was saving his life after Terror Squad had been approached by a local man after their concert in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Y'all take it for what it is. So he was 33, she was 19. All right. 
what are you gonna do y'all it's biological at this point it may be gross maybe immoral maybe icky but it's bio it's biological y'all it really is it really is okay uh <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I know Tony Sunshine and, and, and Cuban Link and a couple other guys, but I ain't never known Dan Raul Condi. He was the weak. See, that, that's, that's so wrong. He was the, he was the doja they sent to the store to, to get the, uh, to get the raps. Right. Conspiracy, where you at, bruh? Shout out to my man, Conspiracy University. All right, I'm out of here. Thank y'all for hanging out. Thank you, everybody that donated tonight. And uh, 24 hours, it's got to go. 24 hours, got to go. Um, I had a long conversation last night and, uh, yeah, 24 hours. So with that being said, y'all have a good night. Peace. Wait, let me send y'all out. Right. Let me send y'all out. Right. Let's go. Send y'all right. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Chaz, thank you for the turn on the cash app. Thank you, appreciate it. That I was gonna forget. All right, back to uh, back to it. Let's go. And I just rap because he under the blood, missing me under the blood, under the blood, missing me under the blood. Jesus cover me under the blood, under the blood, missing me under the blood. Jesus, you may cover me under the blood. In the morning when me wake up. And the blood that Jesus me take up. And when they feel like me, I go break up. Put the blood from me face just like a makeup. In the morning when me wake up. And the blood that Jesus me take up. And when they feel like me, heart break up. Put the blood from me face just like a makeup. Under the blood. Under the blood. Under the blood.